Good people, good people. What's going on? It's your boy Conker Jones coming at you with another episode of the Comfort Zone. Hey man, <laughs> I hope y'all are doing okay. I hope you've been having a good week. I hope you're ready for the weekend. Yes. I am posting this episode on Thursday like I want to. <laughs> um, still thinking about switching to Wednesday. I don't know. We we got a lot. Well, now we I have a, I have a lot on my plate, and I'm trying to balance it all out. But I'm not in a I'm not in a rush. You know, I'm learning even in me being middle aged technically that things take time to perfect them. You know what I'm saying? And even though. I've been doing this for a while off and on. You know, one of my major problems is consistency, and I'm going to constantly work on that. I'm going to work on that consistently until I get it right, <laughs> you know. But uh, anyway, I'm not going to hold you up. These are basically random thoughts, but it's really focused around a title, which is Liberating Yourself. Um, and I have to start out by saying that I've been listening to Liberation for the past week. It's been in my head for the past week. If you haven't heard Liberation, go on YouTube, look up Liberation, Outcast, the Equimini album. That uh, track is so dope, it don't make any sense. You got Big Boy, Andre 3000, CeeLo Green, Erica Badu. Then your boy Big Rube, you know, when people hear me speak poetry, they say I sound like Big Rube. And I take that as respect when I'm still trying to be my own man, especially when I get back out on the scene. When I get back on the poetry scene, it's going to be something else. But again, I'm in no rush to get everything flowing like it used to flow and even better than it used to flow. Like I said, things take time and we often spend so much time trying to do so much. We spend... How am I trying to say this? We spend way too much try time trying to do too much that we never get anywhere. So I'm taking things slower now. There, it's all going to flow eventually, and I'm going to be one of the hardest working people in the CSRA. Uh, and I plan on going further than that. But for right now, <laughs> I'm trying to be one of the hardest working men in the CSRA. You know, But in listening to this song, Liberation, it, it really got me into digging deep about what liberating means. And even though I don't have the technical definition with me, uh, from my perspective, liberating yourself means as simple as you can put it, setting yourself free from everything that you are binded or shackled to spiritually. You know what I'm saying? Some of it physically, uh, a lot of it emotionally and mentally, but uh, it's centered around setting yourself free from a lot of things spiritually and personally it's a lot of ideologies that we shackle ourselves to to where we can never really truly appreciate today because we're so focused on trying to fit into a certain box and we have to step outside of that box you have to step outside of that comfort zone you know uh, in order for you to really appreciate life for what it really is you know uh, this all started with me realizing and thinking and meditating and praying about how we uh, keep ourselves bonded in certain situations with friends and with family 
and they do nothing but hold us back. That's where it started it, you know. And I think that's the main place that we need to be liberated from. You know, you hear people say family is family, and I'm not saying family isn't family. Family will always be your family. And there's always something that your family will understand about you that nobody else will. And you have friends that you've known for a long time. You have friends that you have just come across and they know some things about you. Some of them have really looked out for you in difficult, tough moments. And we tend to obligate ourselves in these situations and to these people who may have been beneficial at one point, but lately you've seen yourself or you feel like you've outgrown them and it's become more of a burden to talk to that individual, to be around that person, and to always keep that person in your life. And I'm simply saying, let go of the burden. If they're really your friends, if they're really your family, they'll understand if you don't communicate with them for a while. But neither one of those things, whether it be your friend or your family, should feel like an obligation to be there. You know, I I no longer believe that. Yes, you're going to have people in your life that you help and that you have to help. But even that shouldn't be an obligation. It should be a desire. You know, and once you start losing that desire and they start making it an obligation to you, you need to turn around and make yourself an obligation to yourself. And that's what this is all about. You know, liberating yourself is really about setting yourself free from every single ideology that's out there that has you in shackles and that prevents you from moving forward. Another way we keep ourselves shackled and bonded is on our jobs. I'm not saying bounce around from job to job. I'm not saying quit a job that you've been working for 20 years and you only have five more years to go before you retire or anything like that. I'm not saying anything like that. There are a lot of people who are out there working jobs that they absolutely love. But at some point when you realize that the job is doing more damage to your mental health, your emotional health and your spiritual health, it's time to start looking at other options. I understand there are a lot of things we think about. We think about retirement. We think about uh, the lives that we already had set up. This uh, Again, this comfort zone that we're in to where we know what's going on and we know how to handle that. But the whole point about life is to continuously grow, to continuously learn, to continuously improve, to continuously try new things, and, and to continuously seek out peace within yourself so if you're in a position at your job to where you don't have that peace and the cons outweigh the pros then it's time to start finding something else to do what i'm saying is nothing that you haven't been thinking about already the only thing i'm going to add to it is to go ahead and take initiative nobody cares about you enough to pull you out of the situation that you were in It's not their jobs. It's yours. Your friends are not responsible for getting you out of your situation. Your family is not responsible for getting you out of your situation. It's up to you. 
and you focusing on yourself to put yourself in a better position mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, again, that's your job, not theirs. Now, if you're like me, you've spent the majority of your life putting everybody else before you, putting everybody else's needs before you. You could be down and out yourself and you would still listen to that other person's problems and then their problems become your problems because the only thing you keep thinking about is the best ways to help them get them out of their problems. You know, I learned a lesson a while ago as well that I think applies here is that those same people, if you're in this situation, if you're not, then cool, <laughs> you know, but I hope this is something that you can spread to somebody else or share with somebody else that you feel like is in this situation and it'll help them. Um, those same people who know you'll always be there for them, I'm not saying put them to the test, but I need you to really think about if they're there for you in the same way. You know, I need you to really think about how your relationship balances with uh, with these people. Like, are they leaning on you too much? Are you leaning on them too much? You know, is it the type of situation to where the only time they contact you is when they need something? Or are they always just griping with you about things that they go through in life but barely make time to go through what, to listen to what you're going through? Uh, the lesson that I learned a couple of years ago was that those same individuals will find somebody else. It's not your job to save them. It, you know, I'm not saying just walk away from somebody because they have problems if you feel like you can help them. If you feel like you can still help them, then please be that person because there's nothing worse than being in a situation to where you feel like nobody is there for you. But again, you spend so much time putting other people before you that you really need to start putting yourself first. And you don't need people around you who do nothing but pull from you or take out of your cup all of the time. If you have more people taking out of your cup than you have people putting in your cup, then there's something wrong with that picture. There needs to be a balance. And if you do have more people taking out of your cup than you have putting in your cup, it's time to really set yourself free from those bonds, set yourself free from those shackles. You know what I'm saying? It's time to really cut ties and let them be. They will be okay. I know you don't think they will be okay because you feel like you're so important in their life, but I'm going to tell you what's going to happen with these individuals. They're going to find somebody else to play the exact same role that you play. And if they don't, then maybe when they come back around, they will appreciate you more. You know, this uh, also goes back to something else I was saying, something else I posted on Facebook uh, to where I said it's time to stop telling the person that's been hurt to make amends. It's time to stop telling the person that's been hurt to go to the other person that hurt them <laughs> and make everything all right. The problem that I have with this is let's let, let me look at it. Let, let me say it in the form of a relationship. Uh, it's this associate of mine, of mine that I work with. She told me how 
uh, her boyfriend cheated on her. She came home, found her boyfriend in the bed with another woman. Obviously, an altercation happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Obviously, an altercation happened, but they went through this big argument to where, you know, she said she was going to leave and she decided to stick around. First thing that popped up in my mind is it's going to happen again. You know, uh, simply because her deciding to stay lets him know that she's okay with some of the things that he's doing, even if it hurts her. You know, a lot of situations that we are in in life are like that. Uh, um, let me get back to this. When we uh, tell the person who's been hurt to go to the person that they hurt, to go to the person that hurt them and make amends, you're basically telling that person to go to that other individual and say, I'm okay with what you're doing. Hurt me again. We don't want to look at it like that, but it is. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, think about it. If this hasn't happened to you, it's happened to somebody else that you know to where they've made amends with somebody that they cared about and that they loved. And that person did the same thing again and again and again and again. You know, we love saying only a fool tries the same thing over and over and expects different results. But we don't apply that when it comes to this. Now, I am a man who believes in God. I do believe in a lot of stuff in the Bible. Again, I just believe that we should be more focused on prayer and fasting and meditating than uh, reading the Bible. I know it may sound contradictory to some people, but if you really want a relationship with God, you're not going to find that relationship reading about God. You find that relationship talking to God, having God show you things that are not in the Bible by keeping a line of communication open with God. It's really just that simple. But uh, one of my favorite stories in the Bible, Job. Uh, <laughs> if you ever have the time and the patience, read the book of Job from beginning to end. Because I like to consider Job to actually come to a point to where he realized that the people in his life were not all who they said they are were to him. As soon as Job started going through something, realized that Job was glorified by God. Uh, Job was like one of God's favorites at that time, for lack of a better term. Uh, so his friends would uh, praise Job. You know what I'm saying? They stood by Job. They walked before Job whenever Job went somewhere and pretty much said, hey, Job is coming and everything like this. But the second Job went through something, Knowing that he was highly respected by God, they just basically told Job, hey, what, are you, what did you do wrong? You had to do something wrong that we don't know about. Otherwise, God wouldn't be punishing you like this. You, like, you had to do something wrong. Even Job's wife. Job's wife sat in the house, looked outside at Job while Job was suffering, and said, curse your God and die. Now, 
if Job's wife had the same faith that Job had, Job's wife would have either, either sat outside with Job or pulled Job in the house and let Job know that it's going to be okay. Granted, Job's wife lost kids too, and I can imagine that it's more painful for a woman to lose children than it is for a man. But you're still talking about a mother and a father who lost children. And instead of Job's wife being by Job's side, she told Job, Job, curse your God and die. The funny thing about that is Job didn't go back to them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? By the end of the book of Job, they went back to Job and apologized. At least his friends do. I can't necessarily remember what happened with his wife, uh, but I would imagine that Job was a very committed man, not necessarily to his wife, but to the will of God. So he stuck with his wife uh, through thick and thin. That's the whole point of getting married is to stick together through everything, even though that's fallen by the wayside recently. You know what I'm saying? Marriage is a financial contract more than anything else. Um, <laughs> but that's another story for another time. But the whole point of being is that Job's friends went to Job to apologize. Job did not go to his friends to apologize. You know, so even if you want to look at it from that aspect, if you're a man of God or if you're a woman of God, if you want to look at it from that aspect, then it's proof in the Bible that the person who was hurt by his friends did not go back to his friends and ask for forgiveness and say, hey, what you did was okay. No, they went back to Job. They were convicted and went back to Job. But yet, we have a tendency to continue putting ourselves in situations to where we feel like we should tell the individual, go back to the person that hurt you. Go ahead and make amends. They're still family. Y'all known each other for a long time. I don't care how long, how long you've known each other. I don't care if y'all were born at the same time. If y'all are identical twins, if that person hurts you, it's a difference between forgiving that person and letting that person, person continue to do the same thing over and over again. If that person hurts you, you can forgive that person and you can wait for them to make amends. You can pray for them and pray that they get the same revelation that you had. But I no longer believe that the person that's been hurt should be the one to make amends. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't necessarily make you the bigger person because you go to the person that hurts you and make amends. You know? But then again, that's just my perspective. That's nothing proven per se. It's just my own personal experience and what I've seen other people go through. Um, but how does this relate to liberating yourself? Think about it. If you no longer feel obligated to go to the people who hurt you as much as you love them and you wait on God to deal with that individual, then you have set yourself free from an ideology that holds a lot of us back and puts a lot of us in the exact same situation that tore us apart in the first place. You know, I love this saying when I say or when other people say the reason why. You can never repair glass when it's broken. It's because there will always be a piece missing, no matter how many pieces you try to find on the ground and put back together. No matter how strong the glue is, you could have Gorilla Glue or whatever it is. 
there's always going to be a piece that's missing. And no matter how strong that adhesive is that you put on it, that piece that's missing is still going to be very delicate and easy to fracture again. This is the reason why people replace glass instead of repair it once it gets truly broken. Yeah, you can see holes in the glass and you can see a little crack in the glass and you can seal that up. But I'm talking about once that glass is broken into pieces. You know what I'm saying? Once that glass is broken into pieces, the best thing for you to do is to go ahead and replace the glass. One way you replace the glass is by moving on and letting that person come back to you and tell you that they're wrong and that they're apologized. Like I said, uh, uh, you, if you don't feel like that's a form of liberating yourself, go ahead and try it. Like, seriously. Uh, so far as one other area that we need to liberate ourselves from, and I think this is the most important as it's just hitting me, we need to liberate ourselves from our past. We need to liberate ourselves from our mistakes, from our failures. Yes, you messed up. Yes, you messed up bad. <laughs> yes, it's going to be extremely difficult for you to overcome that mistake you made. It's something that's affected you for a very long time and will probably still affect you for a very long time. But as long as you hold on to what you did, you will never overcome it. But once you decide to set yourself free from what you did and say, that's who I used to be. That is no longer who I am. Things start changing in your mind. You, your, your load gets lighter. You get more joyous, happier. And life starts making sense again. I'm speaking from experience on this because I've held myself down from my mistakes for a very long time. And I've apologized and I've apologized and I've apologized to all the people who I've hurt. Even put up posts on Facebook. Hey, <laughs> I apologize for everything I've done up to now. Blah, blah, blah. This is this. Knowing that I let a lot of people down, but that's not who I am. That's just what I was going through. I let what I was going through get the best of me. And more recently, I decided to set myself free from all of that. Because I'm not who I used to be in the past. I'm not who I was yesterday. I wake up every day thinking today will be a better day than yesterday. Thinking that I will be better than I was yesterday. So I'm not even who I was yesterday. There may be parts of me that seem familiar to what you saw yesterday. But I guarantee you, I'm pushing towards who I should be. And not who I used to be. That in itself is another form of 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 <laughs> liberation and i think it's the ultimate form of liberation when you decide to let go of the mistakes that you made when you decide to let go of who you used to be in the past when you decide to let go of all the pain and all the hurt and start fresh you cannot start over we only have one life. If we were able to start over, then we'd be able to go back to the beginning and do it all over again like you can in most video games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we don't have that luxury of hitting, hitting pause, restart. We don't have the luxury of hitting restart. But we do have the luxury 
of hitting refresh. You know what happens when you refresh a uh, <laughs> a computer, not necessarily a computer, but when you're on the internet and the internet freezes up and you hit the refresh button. You know what a refresh button does? The refresh button, uh, hitting refresh just starts everything from where you're at right then and there. It's like going to sleep and waking up the next day. So you have to look at it like that. Go to sleep tonight. Sleep on all of your problems. And wake up knowing that they're in the past. Wake up knowing that you are a new creature. Wake up knowing that there's still hope, that there's still a chance, that there's still an opportunity for you to be who you've always wanted to be. I know you feel like you've made too many mistakes. I know you feel like you've been around too long to actually achieve these things. But as long as you wake up and see another day, as long as you have breath in your lungs, there's still a chance for you to start fresh where you are now and make the best out of each situation. Again, nobody's coming to save you. It's not anybody's responsibility to save you. It's yours. Take action. Take control. Be selfish every now and then. Put yourself first. You spent way too much time putting everybody else first. Put yourself first. Because the best way that you can help somebody is by showing them that you know how to help yourself too. And that's what a lot of us tend to forget. It's okay to let people take from your cup, but make sure you are taking enough time to fill that cup back up. Period. And I don't even know what else to say. So, excuse me. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait till I start doing live shows. Um, that's what I'm prepping for. Most likely, I'm going to start doing live shows in 2024. That's what we're shooting for. Uh, live shows on Thursday night or Wednesday night, whenever I choose. But just remember that whatever you feel like you are bonded to, whatever you feel like you have soul ties to, if it's holding you down, then it's time to liberate yourself from it. It's really time to set yourself free from everything yesterday and start grabbing and pulling towards everything tomorrow. That's the only way you'll really get the fullness out of life that you know you should have. Don't let your mistakes hold you back. <sighs> I love that. You know, saying this this episode may be more beneficial for me than anybody else. And I'm cool with that. I'm just hoping I can help somebody else along the way. But just please stop letting the mistakes you made in the past prevent you from being the beautiful, amazing, spectacular, ambitious driven person that you know you can be in the future all it takes is for you to change your mind so change your mind today change your mind right now start telling yourself you're gonna do better even if you don't do better you keep telling yourself you're gonna do better until you start doing better and once you start doing better it gets extremely addictive but anyway, it's your boy Conker Jones coming at you with another episode of The Comfort Zone. Remember my five favorite things. Stay focused, stay faithful, stay true to yourself. Treat others how you want to be treated. And give God the respect that God deserves. And I'm going to add this in there. 
God is moving more in your life than you can imagine. You just don't want to accept it and appreciate it. So sit back, meditate, pray, communicate. Matter of fact, don't pray. Cut out prayer. Stop being formal with God. Get personal with God. If I told you some of the conversations I had with God, you'd think I was a downright fool and going straight to hell. <laughs> I'm not lying about that. But just quit being formal with God. You want a relationship with God? Have a relationship with God. But you have to be honest about who you are and move on from your past. Anyway, if nobody else told you this, I love you. I really do want to see you grow. I want to see you become the best version of you before it's all said and done. I will talk to you next week. Peace.